Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good day, extraordinary podcast family. It's so great to be with you. I hope that your here and now is amazing. Sending out a massive hug and all the good vibes through the airwaves. We've got an amazing episode for you today. We've got my friend back on the show, Greg Jacobson, and we're going to explore the five changes in thinking to experience more happiness and fulfillment now. Uh, Greg is a a speaker around the world. He's a best-selling author. He's a great dude. He has such a fascinating story of like basically reaching the pinnacle of success and um, losing it all, that kind of thing. And he just brings a very real story into how we can have more happiness and fulfillment through his own experience. So in this episode, we talk about his incredible story of reaching a $100 million company and why he wasn't happy and how he lost it. Um, He offers the free happiness quiz to go to freehappinessquiz.com. I took it. It It's very interesting and I had to take my own um, happiness assessment. So uh, I recommend people doing that. The two most important days of your life, um, why the suicide rate has just skyrocketed over the last few years, the benefits of being happier if you needed any, um, the five changes in thinking to experience more happiness now, understanding what real happiness is, So it is an amazing episode. I want to thank you guys who have been supporting me. If you like the podcast and you want to support, just go to www.patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair and chip in as little as a buck. It goes a long way. I want to thank Rebecca Elliott Naylor who helped me out and made an action and contributed to the podcast and all the other Patreons. And and if you want to do something for free, basically just do an act of kindness. It's the best thing that you can do. Do an act of kindness. Don't tell anyone. You can share the podcast. You can leave a review. All of those things really help get the message out there. So if the podcast has been impactful for you and useful, please take an action to support the show because it really does help. Um, for those of you guys who are interested in in coaching and you want to explore fulfillment, peak performance, happiness, consciousness, spirituality, and design and shape the life of your dreams, I do coaching as well. There are a couple spots open and we can dive deep. If you are a part of a company or you own companies and you want to learn about flow state, um, stress reduction, peak performance in the workplace, I also do that. And uh, if you want some free stuff, go to mattbelair.com forward slash lucid dreaming. And check out my sponsors, bit.ly forward slash gamma waves for three free binaural beat uh, brainwave entrainment tracks. They're amazing. And bit.ly forward slash activate health. Now we'll get you a $50 gift card for um, Purium Elite premium health products that are non-GMO. They're incredible. And some of the products are 50 bucks. So you can just grab something for free. Um, I think I covered everything. Um, sign up for the email list on the website if you want. Oh, yeah, Zen Athlete. Just plug my own book. Um, he could go Zen Athlete, Zen Life. It doesn't matter. It really is um, teaching you how to identify a goal, how to get that goal quickly, effectively, and efficiently, basically as fast as you can, All the peak, how, to, how to code in your body, how to literally code the belief systems in your body so that you are moving towards your goal and how to go there 
with a sense of fulfillment, completion, appreciation, and gratitude for wherever you are in the journey. So it doesn't matter where you are in life. Um, it's an applicable book. So get that book, gift it to somebody. Um, I'm happy to send out eBooks to whoever needs them, especially coaches, people in the police department, fire, uh, rescue services, anything like that, because it does help with the stressful um, environments as well. So I think that's it. Before we get into it, let's come to a state of uh, peace, coherence, and gratitude. So wherever you are, just decide to come to a, to a space of peace and coherence now, wherever you are. So all you need to do is just relax for a second and take in a deep breath in through your nose. Just focus on the life energy of the breath. Just really focus on the center of your heart and just think about one thing that you're grateful for. It could be a friend, a family member, your job, your eyesight, your legs. Just one thing you're grateful for. Sunny day, a child. And let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Taking another deep breath in through your nose. And just keep your attention on your heart. And then I want you to double this feeling of gratitude now. Just allow those feelings to wash over every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being. Just doubling the feeling of gratitude now as you let that breath out slowly. Taking another deep breath in through your nose. Really focus on this feeling of love and gratitude and appreciation now. And let it just wash over your entire being. And just choose now to be in a state of continuous love and appreciation for life, for yourself, for others, for all things. And choose within yourself now to see the positive and see the things you're grateful for. Being content with everything that you have now, where you are now, who you are now. And just let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the stresses of the day. And just making this mental commitment to go about the rest of the day, no matter what happens, enjoy peace, harmony, and happiness. So, okay, I think we're get ready to get into it with my friend, the man, Greg Jacobson. Oh, and I forgot to mention one more thing. We did have a little bit of a Wi-Fi strength issue, so there are a couple times where Greg kind of comes out and comes back in, so you just have to bear with us, uh, fast forward through those parts, but um, then we get back into it. So it just happens a couple times, so just fast forward it and enjoy the episode. You rock. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Master Mind, Body, and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today's guest is the international best-selling author of Think Yourself Happy, Five Changes in Thinking That Will Immediately Improve Your Life. He founded a company worth over $100 million, but eventually lost it all. In the process, he began to understand that money and success did not equal happiness. Through years of research in the personal development field, he is now an international speaker on a mission to teach people how to find real fulfillment and happiness in life. Welcome to the show, my friend, Greg Jacobson. What's up, brother? Thank you, Matt, for that fantastic intro. Thanks, You're a man. pro, Matt. I'm I getting you, there. I love being on your show, and I, I, even better, I like being your friend. So I, I talk to you, and then coming on here is a, is a joy because just talking to my buddy. Oh man, yeah, it's good to have you back. Well, we, this is the second time on the show. We went, we met at a conference. A couple of, was it last year or two years ago? Yeah, I don't know. Couple yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, and you were just so awesome. And then that's when I got to read your book and learn about you and everything that you're doing. And since then, you've just been committed, and uh, you know, yeah. to the path and really getting the book out there, getting the work out there. Um, you know, walking it. A lot of people will say they're doing it, but I've watched you be committed for a long time doing a lot of beautiful work. So lots of love well, that, and respect. Yeah, Matt, I, I can't get away from it. So it's, it's, it's really fallen on me. I, I'll go back to, to how, how this all started because 
the people that are listening right now, I, you're on for, for a reason, either for you or for somebody else, but I'm going to tell you my story really quick so, so you know where I'm coming from. Uh, I've been a corporate trainer for a long time. I had a, a, a big company. I had the, the largest concert, sports, and theater ticket wholesale company in the world. It was called Wise Guy Tickets. Look it up. And uh, we dominated the market, and we really cared about profits, and we cared about you know living fast and wild. And it was great, and it was a great time. But uh, I went on vacation one day after five years of just crushing 100, 120-hour work weeks and thinking that that's what life is all about and realizing at, at that moment that I was missing so much. I was missing my family. At this time, I had you know, little kids and, and a wife, and she's amazing, and they're amazing, but you know, my business was amazing, and I was just picking up every dollar that I could and because I thought it was all about money, too, and man, we were making tons of it. I mean, just just tons and tons, like excess money. But it wasn't, it wasn't like you think, you're like, wow, there's piles, I get to go spend it. I didn't get to go do anything. I didn't even get to go home and sleep in bed with my wife and hang out at my house. What I got to do was figure out, okay, well, there's more money that's gotta be made in the next hour, and if I don't exploit that opportunity, then I've missed an opportunity and I'll feel bad about what I didn't get. And that's where we were living. Uh, uh, we were all living in that bubble of we got to earn, got to earn, got to earn. And we made million, we had million dollar minutes where we would make a million dollars in less than a minute. Uh, the tickets would come out for several shows at a time uh, and we would scoop up all the tickets. I mean, it was, we had such a brutal technological advantage. It, was, it wousn't even fair. We built such a better mousetrap. But then eventually that all got shut down but I, before it got shut down, I had eight years of being able to spend time with my family, explore who I am, what I'm all about. Because on this one vacation that I finally took after five years, I had said to my business partner, you know, what's going to take to have more of this, meaning more free time, more relaxation, more time connecting. And he, I don't know what he was thinking, but he said more power, more money, more domination is what it's going to take. And I was kind of like a different path than I was thinking. So somehow it spun away from me of the purpose of why I had done all this in the beginning was to have freedom, was to have time off, was to connect on a, on a very personal one-on-one -on -one level with my friends, with my wife, with my kids as individuals, you know, as the patriarch of the family to set an example. I wasn't doing any of that. I was certainly an earner. I mean, if I was judged if success is judged solely by income, I was king. I was crushing it. I wasn't, I wasn't the 800, you know, in this business, I was the 800-pound monkey in the jungle, but I was no billionaire or anything. But my company was, you know, killing it. We didn't say no to, to anything. I mean, if we wanted to go ha have a, a wild lunch for, you know, tens of thousands of dollars and try exotic alcohols or cigars, or whatever, there was no saying no because we got to experience everything. And because we had access to the best tickets and the best people in the world, and a lot of that was, you know, through channels that other people don't have, we had access and we didn't say no. Uh, but my values shifted in that instant back to why I was doing what I was doing. And I went on a path of, of really my primary question became how can I 
enhance the life, my life and the lives of others around me at this moment. That's really was my primary focus. And that turned from a matter of finances and being able to finance this lifestyle to being present and made it a, about quality of lifestyle. Uh, and that was a big shift that I, I think that most people maybe get in a in some kind of in their head in a projection not many people have a you know a 150 million dollar company where they can spend whatever they want uh, lose everything after a period of time and then realize it was truly the best thing that ever happened uh, that's just a perspective that that I have that's unique and I don't wish that upon anyone because it's been a, a long difficult financial winter to have all of that because when you have those things and you're just ramp up there, you think, well, what a freaking idiot this guy must be. He, uh, you know, he had this huge company and all this money and then, you know, loses it all and doesn't have anything and then cries about it, not feeling bad for that dude at all. You know, I'm just trying to get by on minimum wage or, you know, an eight hour work day. And I get it. I, I, I get it. I, I created that position and I lost that position by and not keeping my eye on the ball and not keeping focus of, of really what's important in life. But I didn't. I was building a house at the time. I was massively in debt because I thought it would go on forever as we all do. And I, I didn't realize that you know, what, what I was doing was wrong. I had earning as the top of my importance list. And so I, I, I went back to the drawing board after everything was lost and I looked at all of my values over a weekend and figured out you know, who I am so I could replicate that and realize that I'm not, I'm not the person that I was anyway. Uh, and didn't want the same things, and material things weren't weren't the important things in life. But what was most important, by far, was the value of of relationships, and and what that means in the short run and the long run. Because if you lose everything and you have your integrity and your values, and you've you've never let go of that, you can always start over. You know, people are always happy to say yes to someone who didn't screw them over. And, and I believe that that's, you know, that that's a really important thing that, that I didn't screw anybody over and I would never, not even, I don't have any enemies and I don't want any. And I don't wish that on anybody. That's kind of forgiving yourself and forgiving others for making bad decisions, but that doesn't have to be who you are. And so I, I went one day to a, a live event and... Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on a sec, Greg. You've just turned into a robot. I don't know if you can hear me. In a, oh, there we go. Start your story again, because you you were in a robot, but now I think you're okay. I hope. <laughs> the internet just went, the internet just went total crap on you. You can try to cancel the video, see if that helps. But right now you're just a robot. That's all right. I'll definitely let you know when I can hear you well. Shoot. The uh, hotel internet is not as strong as we have. Oh. Sorry about that. Uh -oh. 
that's all right. It's still a robot, but it's getting better. Right in the right in the middle of your awesome story too, because I know I know where you're going with this. Um, uh, it's kind of weird because we were talking before and it was fine. Happens. not like it. it's not like it's a uh, network television <laughs> it's a facebook live world you're getting better but it's still it's still not good yes yeah i know it was working perfect for a while i wonder if it's switched uh um servers or wi-fi connection i don't know better but you muted yourself was good okay yeah and start video yeah okay hey yes okay oh good yeah because i know you got so much good stuff to get into and so ideally it'll stay stay good for us how's my output volume do you want me to turn that up here how's Not that yet. is that better you sound good. You sounded good. The internet just dropped off on us for whatever reason. Okay. Do I, did I fuck it up by going there? I no. It up a little. Everything is good. We're good, man. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Just okay, yeah, except my, you probably lost you like, a, like at the beginning of that story. So everything is, is good as far as technical stuff. We're back in business. Okay. All right. Find the flow and lay it on us. Cause I know we're going deep on this one. You have, you have more, we have lots to cover. I don't even know where I was. Oh, okay. I got it. Yes. <laughs> Good. Okay. Do I just jump in? Jump right in, there? man. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry about that. All right. So I'm at this beautiful event in Santa Barbara and there's, I'm going to call them kids because I'm 50, but they were somewhere probably 22, 25 is average age. So I'm one of the older people in the room, although there, there are a couple of people older, maybe 200 people in the room. And I'm just, I'm kind of in this bubble because I live very purposeful life. Uh, in my life, it's all about, you know, what can I do today to make my life better and the lives of people around me? That's, that's my gig. That's my question that I ask all day, every day. So uh, the question of the day for homework was life is. And this facilitator says, okay, life is. That's, that's easy for me, uh, obviously. So the next day, he's, he's looking for hands. How many people did their homework? Hands shoot at Yeah. 150 people raise their hand. They're happy to do their homework because it's one question, you know, really hard. So, you know, everybody's really proud of themselves. And he points to the girl uh, that's sitting right in front of me, just one to the right, says, you know, so life is. And she says, uh, life is disappointment. I was thinking, wow, that's, that's a little sad. I mean, you're young, pretty, or in a beautiful place by the beach. It's a sunny day, but okay. So I raise my hand. Anybody else? calls on me and said, life's freaking awesome. He says, too broad. Too broad, okay. Okay. So then he calls on another guy that's sitting behind me. Uh, life is sadness. Calls on another girl in the front. Life is waiting to die. And I just went like cold. 
you know, I started to feel the pain of these people around me, like thinking or feeling me too. Like I feel this too, or I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, like, am I really in this bubble that I've been shutting this, these feelings out uh, of other people? And I started feeling and letting them in. And it just, it made me, made me cry. It made me just like break down that I have these skills and tools that I'm not sharing. This is, this is not like hard stuff. And the only reason that people are like, well, yeah, it's easy for you to say you got a big fat company and you got a house by the beach and you got a great family. Of course, it's not hard, bad for you, but you can make anything any way you want it. I coach the top people in the world, billionaires with, with a gun in their mouth, you know, people that are, that are just killing it in business and everybody likes them. But they go home and they can't connect with their wife and they, can't, they don't know their kids and they're, you know, there's alcohol and drug problems. And th those are when I get called in to say, well, you know, my, my, I'm successful, super successful, but I'm not fulfilled. So, so what do I do? So it fell on me like a ton of bricks. I, I got I to do something about it. And I, I didn't know what to do. I had the answers, but I don't know how to share them. So I go to my old standby. You know, I'm like, like, like I said, I'm 50 years old. So I go to the old paradigm. It's books. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to share books, you know, how many people write books. I, I spoke at a school the other day in um, East Los Angeles. These kids don't have access to coaches and real information. You know, they get what they get. You know, they, they're told what they're told, and they, they may or may not get a good education. They may seek one out or, or not, but they don't have the extras to go to, a, you know, seminars and spend $10,000 to get information from the best people in the world. Let's say they're, they're trying to pay their bills, and I totally get it. I mean, it's the right thing to do. you got to pay your bills. But – I was there and I asked, okay, I wrote this, I told him this, this, this story and I said, well, how many of you have bought a book in, and I stopped myself, I said, how many of you kids have ever bought a book? And, and out of, there were 60 kids in the room and not one hand went up. These are high school kids, never, zero have ever bought a book. So I'm thinking that's a pretty ineffective approach. <laughs> so, and, and I knew that at the time that I wrote the book, but, but I didn't know what else to do. So then I said, well, how do I get this out? I need to get it out to people that have tribes of people. And I'll get it out to their tribes. So who do I go to? And I go to the people that were influencers to me that were, turns out, a bunch of old white dudes. And very influential to me, but that's who I had access to. That's who wrote books and did seminars on cassette. And, and back in the day when I was, you know, when I started 16, 17 years old, knowing that school was never the answer for me. A nine to five was never the answer to me, but I got to figure out what successful people do and then choose what works for me and then take my path because I'm an individual, just like all of you listening. You're all a bunch of individuals. So do what works for you. But I, I want to show you how. So I, I had these, these skills and tools. I put them in a book. I, I started getting these out to these tribes and, I, and lo and behold, nobody said no. I didn't know any of these people. They all said yes. They all said, yeah, you, You've got something. Absolutely. People don't have to wait to be happy. They don't have to accomplish great things like they had done or perceived to have done these huge things either financially or, you know, so they're, they're recognized around the world. They have fame or fortune or, or whatever people think might be important. Uh, that, that's not important. They're saying, well, what's really important is knowing who you are and liking who you are liking what you're doing in life and where you're doing it and, and who you're doing it with. And that's what the book's about. And I'm going to show you how to do those things step by step. So I put the book out, 1695. And then I said, you know, wait, I was not given this book to sell it. I, my motivation isn't about money. This was 
given to me as a gift to give to, to other people because I, I already possess it. I already have it. You know, I do private coaching for Fortune 500 companies and C-suite executives. That's how I make my money. Uh, that's great. And I'll write other books and I'll do other programs. And if you feel you need coaching, come find me. You'll, you'll figure out how to do that. But to get out of unhappiness or out of depression or even thoughts or, or acts of suicide, that I'm not letting any dollar figure, not a penny, stand in the way of that. So I've made this available to people. And people are saying, you know, it's not that easy. You can't just be happy or think yourself happy. And I'm going to say that's I, – I, I'm not going to cuss on this I'm going to because I normally do. But I'm going to say that's just not true. It's just not true. And I, if you don't believe it right now, that's fine. But at least give yourself a challenge and take a measured test that you can see if this works or not. Fair enough? I've developed one. So go to freehappinessquiz.com freehappinessquiz.com. Obviously, it's free. And you'll go on there and you'll take a, a survey or just a questionnaire. And it takes literally five minutes, five minutes or less. You just breeze through it because you'll know the answer. It's not anything you really have to think about. You already know the answers to these questions. And you'll see that every question on there is important to you. It's important in your life that, the, that you score higher. So if you're not scoring nines and tens on all of these, read this book, figure out how to do it. It's free. And then take the test again. So do these things. And, and you have to do the work. And I hate to say work. And I hate to say that you have to do the exercises in the book. I'm going to call them creating winning moments. So I'm going to show you how to create winning moments for yourself, how to make it easy to feel good all the time, or at least a lot of the time. So your default isn't, man, things suck. Your default is, yeah, things are amazing. Things are awesome. Things are outstanding. And not because you're BSing yourself. It's because you really feel that way. And I show you five changes in thinking that you can do. This book will take you. If you're a slow reader, if you've never read before, if you don't like reading books, it's going to take you all of two hours, maybe two and a half. If you read regularly, if you're in college or high school and you have to read, this is a 90-minute book. If you read fast, it's an hour or less. This isn't something, something that's going to, take you a long time to get in tune with or in touch with, you're not going to read anything and say, yeah, I don't buy it. I just don't. I mean, if you do contact me, contact Matt and say, yeah, that's, that dude was full of it, but it's not going to happen. So when you read this and apply these things, you'll see how it makes your life better and you'll feel better, but take the test again and see how you feel and compare it. And just be honest with, you, with yourself. Nobody's going to read these answers. They don't go to anybody else. They're not for anything, but for you to measure how you feel now, do these things, how you feel later. And if you're heading in the right direction, keep doing them. And if you're not, change your approach. That's what I want to teach. There's a lot of people that teach a lot of these things out here. I try to teach you everything that I would teach my kid or I would want my parents or grandparents or schools to have taught me. And I'm not going to make sense of I literally put over a million dollars in my education and the education of my family and my friends. I sent them to seminars because I think they're important. Don't stop doing that. Once you get the bug of education for the sake of being educated, of the things that you want and say, Matt, just resonate with you. I want to Hold on, man. You've become a robot again. It's not as bad as before, but you're like robotic. Just no reason for it. There's no reason for it. I've got 
full bars ah. too. Sound good. Nice. Sound good. What the heck? Kind of looks like uh, abstract art right now, which is interesting. Hmm. Oh, there we go. I think you're back in the game. Yeah, there we go. Right when it said it would work, I unplugged it. Oh, yeah, you're looking good. Uh, but I can't hear you. Okay, I'm back now. You're, we're back in the game again. Okay. Yeah, we're back in the game again. Please continue. I don't even know where I was. So Am go Mars. Well, no. Well, let me, because we were talking about a little bit of this before, but you can kind of dive in when you get your train of thought again. But you are naturally happy. You know, you write the book for others because we talked about this. In, in no, I'm not naturally happy. You're not naturally happy. Fuck no. Let's go well, there. Okay. <laughs> Let's go there. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Start hey, there. By the way, I wrote this book because I'm not naturally happy. Oh, I'm not. Like I thought some, you said. I thought when you were doing that thing and you realized everyone was depressed, and they wanted to kill themselves, and you have a backstory no, on that no, about no, your. No. Okay, I've been okay, cool. On that for decades, oh. I was an angry teenager. Gotcha. Yeah, I throw like Chinese stars at my wall, and you know, hmm. like listen to music because I was angry, and you know, listen to angry music because I would relate to it. Yeah, no, 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 I had, I had all that stuff, the parental divorce when I was young and uh, mm. growing up with a single mom with not a lot of money. Like, you know, I'm not going to say we, we lived in, in tenement buildings. We lived in a house. But when the ice cream man came, I didn't have money to run outside with everybody else. I mean, sometimes I did. and Sometimes I'd get hooked up. But sometimes I'd be like, oh, no ice cream man money. It's mm. crushing. But, mm. you know – when you're a kid, ice cream man makes you happy. That's that's why I'm saying that. You know, even as an adult, uh, like a cold juice box is awesome, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. Well, I, so I want you to at least touch on uh, some of those principles for somebody's learning, because and then we also talked about depression and suicide, which is serious. And then the last thing, Super and you can serious. go into what, whatever order you want, but I definitely want you to dive in because I think it's important, is what's happened to you recently being on your path and us reconnecting like, yo, you got to okay. share this. And I was so excited totally. for you. Okay. <laughs> you called me out of the blue like, right. yes, wow. Man, yes. So many things <laughs> going on in this brain of mine. Okay. So they say that there's two days that are the most important in your life. And it's the day that you were born and the day that you realize why. And that, that, that sounds really cool and, you know, awesome and poignant if anybody could ever figure that out. And it's been screaming at me probably since I was, that I can recall eight years old. And when I absolutely knew it was May 16th, 2018. So I was 50. So it's been talking to me for 42 years of what my superpower or other worldly power or not normal power. I don't know what, what you want to call it. I can't fly. You know, I, I'm not like, I can't lift cars, but I can feel people's feelings and I know intuitively what to say or do to help heal them on their path. Because what you think 
and equals how you feel and how you feel uh, inspires what you do or what you don't do. That's, you know, think about it, it's, it's really not a disputable thing. So people get stuck and I feel that stuckness, know how to unstick them. And I can do that in a myriad of areas and I help people with success mindset thinking. When I say success, I don't just mean financial success, although that is a very important component, the business component. Um, um, at least making more than you're spending, you don't, you know, that, that is important. And also f being fulfilled and uh, feeling lucky. Uh, all of those things are, are really a component of a, a real life uh, happiness. So I don't, I, when I use the, the term happiness, I don't use it loosely. Uh, and I don't mean skipping and walking down the street like a manic, like, yay! Because that's never been me. I don't think that's even sustainable. When I see those people, I think they're a little weird. I don't even really like the, the whistle, the whistly type, you know, the whistle all the, I'm just, anyway, that's, that's my hangup. But I digress. I felt intuitively that I had to make a difference by imparting this knowledge, these skills that I've learned and that I've encapsulated into really easily digestible, understandable paradigm shifts. So if you just switch your thinking a little bit, you'll change the progress of your life. Uh, you, you have opportunities that come up in life and you either take the opportunity and it changes the direction of your life or you don't take the opportunity and you continue going on the same plane at the same speed that you are. So I've decided to make these, these gifts that I've been given available to anyone so they can move forward to get unstuck in their life, whether it's in their relationships with their significant other, with their parents, with their kids, in their job, uh, with themselves. And, and I, I tell you a lot of things that, that the audience, you as an individual in the audience, will say, I've heard that, I know that, but you don't practice it or you wouldn't be um, scoring anything but nines and tens and very few people are and some people are but I can tell you they're working the deal every day they're working the deal the people that have fantastic relationships that you know loving close relationships they work those relationships they're not automatic nothing's automatic and you gotta you gotta work everything so if you're willing to put in the time I'll give you the strategies the book is literally well the book itself I think content is maybe 90 pages and it's a small book so, and I did that for a reason because nobody reads books. So I want to make it easy for you to open to any page and it relates to you personally, you know, the same way a horoscope would. Oh, you're going to run into a, you know, a friend of the past. Well, yeah, or you don't have any friends. You know, that's, that's what they're going on. So it's a little more straightforward than this. This is based on science. But if you do these things, it's also proven that these small steps will change your life in a, in a giant incremental way over time. Uh, you just have to really take some action and none of it's painful. None of it's going back to your past and going, Oh, I have to relive this painful moment it, that that doesn't happen. It's not going to happen. So I implore you, please take this happiness quiz, free happiness quiz.com.
get your happiness score. It's confidential. Get the book that follows. Open it up. Now, it's a digital copy of the book. If you want to buy a, a printed copy of the book, go buy a printed copy of the book on Amazon. Uh, or you can go to your local library. Get one from your library if you don't like digital stuff. I like stuff in my hands personally. So for me, I, I have to have a, a printed copy. But I'm making it available for you. Print a copy in your library. Digital copy available immediately. Share it with people. That, that's what I really want. And then, again, take action. Take the happiness quiz again, and you'll see that your score's improved and you feel better. And so if it's working, continue doing it. And if it doesn't work, stop doing it. Yeah, it goes with anything in your life. If it doesn't work for you, stop doing it. Okay, so um, when you're talking, what it, may, what it comes up for me, because I know why you did, you know, we were talking about before about the guru thing. It's like if you could measure the guru thing, then you would know and, and create this scale. Happiness is, is like an internal intrinsic thing, but it's, you know, you know within yourself if you're happy or not happy. Um, so you design the test so that it's just very obvious where you are. And then you give strategies in the book and then, and, um, and then you have another one coming up. Do you want to talk a little bit about like some of the strategies? Because one of the things that we talked about a couple times was just suicide. The suicide rate for teens is going way up. And that's a part of why you're doing this because you realize that some of the information in this can help shift the perspective and actually save a life. Oh, so, you, 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 man, I'm telling you. So that, that, Thank you for that brings us really full circle to how I knew it was it was May 16th, 2015, that this epiphany happened that was revealed to me of what what's needed for me in this universe, what my purpose in life is. It's to help people alleviate emotional suffering that's unnecessary. You know, and I and I, I don't want to charge for that because it's, it's this isn't a gimmick. This is, a, this is the real stuff, and it really works, and it really works like immediately. That's why I wanted you to stress immediately. Five changes that will immediately improve your life. And, and you know most of these, but, but again, you do them, and, and you'll, you'll have these, these things. So when I was at this event on this date, I felt all the pain of these people, and, and again, I started to cry. I, felt, I internalized this, and then I felt these people were suicidal, and I felt some of them, for sure, one one lady stood up and, and said, so it's, it's okay if I, if I keep doing heroin then? And this was like, wow, I think you missed the whole point of this, this exercise. So no, it's, it's not, that wasn't okay because the, you, you're, you're so much more than that and you're, you're masking some pain and let's, let's, let's talk about the, the causation rather than just talking about this, the, the symptom now that's got out of control. So that was a, a, a call. It was like a suicidal call, although it was, it was, drug addiction. So we can call them, you know, when they're that far down the rabbit hole, it, it's really hard to recover. And obviously there's some deep pain and I, and I want to help alleviate that pain. So, so how can I do this again? So I'm sitting in my hotel room. I just got back from Singapore. I was the Singapore professional speakers association for all of Asia. And I was there and heard some powerful things. And I was there, I believe just to, to help a few people. And to, to make some connections that were truly important that I make, I, I flew out of there at a request of a friend of mine. I didn't want to go. Didn't think it was right for me, but it, it absolutely ended up being right. And I come back from Singapore. I was in Hong Kong for, uh, and then we came back for, from Hong Kong, and my wife left for Australia. But we travel a lot. 
So I'm sitting in bed. Uh, it was early in the morning. I don't even wake up early in the morning. I'm not really an early morning riser. And uh, I don't watch TV. I have TVs at my house, but I'm, I'm a Netflix guy. I watch movies. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really into TV and commercials and soap operas or whatever's on TV. I mean, sports sometimes, I like sports, but uh, and not enough to pay a cable package because I'm never there anyway. Anyway, so I'm, I'm at this at this point where I'm, I get out of the shower and I'm sitting in bed and, and now I realize that the TV's on and I, I don't remember putting it on because why would I put the TV on? It's the Today Show and, you know, some people love the Today Show. I'm, I'm not really their demographics. Uh, a couple of women drinking and talking about today's current events and things. It, I'm sure it's great for some people. It's not really what I would watch if I chose to watch TV. But it was on, and and I was the, the volume was off. And then I I looked up again. I was kind of in a daze. I look up again, and the volume is loud. And my phone is in my hand, and I've got my notes open. And when I realize I'm watching the Today Show, uh, and I, I it becomes all very crystal clear and sharp to me. And before I could do or react or say anything, it says a new study's out from Vanderbilt University showing that the suicide rate of teens from 2008 to 2015 has risen 156%. Not stayed the same, not up five or 6%. And, and this isn't even through 2018, this is only through 2015. And my heart sank and it was the same feeling I got back at when I was told that I need to write this book or it was told to me that I need to help, help these people's heart. And then I thought about the people that felt so hopeless that they actually killed themselves. And then I thought about the people that were so hopeless that they tried to kill themselves and failed, which is one out of seven, by the way. Then you'd think it would be a higher. If you try to kill yourself, you'd think you'd be successful, but only one out of seven is successful. And, and, and glad, gladly so, but that's, that's a crazy statistic. And then the people that I thought about, the people that didn't try, but they're, they're sad. And then I thought about the people who, were, who never thought about it, but and, and my mind was blown. And then I went to the parents who lost their children to suicide, thinking that I'm a terrible parent. I'm a terrible person. How could I let this happen on my watch? And it's not their fault. They didn't have these skills or tools, or obviously they would have taught their kids. Who wouldn't? So I want to make this available to everybody. Take the happiness quiz, freehappinessquiz.com. And I'm not saying you're suicidal, but you may know somebody who is. Just share it with them. And if they see this, encourage them to get on the path to become a happier person. And you can learn this. You know, they, they have to talk now about emotional intelligence. And that is like regular, an, regular intelligence test, but it's emotional. And what that is a... That's a pre-connotation that you are born with the intelligence you have and you can't become smarter. You can learn more, but you really can't. Your IQ doesn't go up. But I like to look at it as emotional intelligence because you can absolutely, immediately, today, right now, learn skills and tools to where you will see things in a whole new way and teach things in a whole new way and you will not allow negativity to prevail in your life as the predominant thought. It's not going to be your go-to, well, things are cruddy and they're, they're going to be bad or they're going to continue to be bad. If things are bad right now, look at this as your bottom. 
and only to go up from here. And if I've got some skills and tools that you can learn in an hour or two hours tops and you don't take the time to learn them because you don't believe it or you don't think you're worth it or what, it, there's no excuse anymore. It's free. Okay, and it's available to you and it doesn't take any time. There's 1,440 minutes in a day. You could take 120 hours to change your life completely. That's what I'm saying. And I, and I say that if you read this book and you take action, you will have, it will have a, such a profound effect on your life that if you do all of them, you won't even recognize yourself in a matter of weeks. Truly. Well, Man, I'm with you. I'm going to make you tell me some of the things you can't, you can't, you've been like hyping it up the whole time. So I know that I know, I know like if you share um, the, the five um, principles or however you, you put it, it's a distillation because you've worked with like you were in like the Tony Robbins inner circle and you've got an endorsement from like Brian Tracy and the who's who of personal development. You work in peak performance and the people that are in stages and CEOs. But when you take knowledge and you distill it um, to its simplest, simplest form, that's, that's understanding like what to do with the knowledge. So, you know, I'm thinking like either a, we can do an example of like somebody who is in like, I think you've got a lot of different examples. You've got the successful person who's just not happy and fulfilled. You got the person who's suicidal or really depressed. That's not ideal. Um, then you just have the person who's like the everyday Joe family man and they're doing the best they can, but they can't find any happiness. So can you, thank you, thank you for that way to, okay. So here, let, let, let me, uh, let me break that down a, a little bit for you because I don't want to be the anti-suicide guy. You know, right. I want to yeah. be the, the happiness guy is, is a much better thing for me. And I don't want to be Mr. Happy either. That's not, mm. you know, I don't walk around with a big smile on my face and I, as you see during this podcast and I'm looking at myself, I got to remember to smile sometimes because I get so serious about happiness that it's like I'm <laughs> yelling at you and I don't, I don't mean to, but it's just, it's so serious that it's not about achieving. It's about happily achieving. Happiness precedes results. And I know that people don't get this, but I'm going to just tell you that this is, these are facts about the difference between people who are happy and people who aren't happy. And again, happiness is subjective to what it is to you. I'm not saying happiness on my scale. I'm saying happiness on your scale. If you're happier, you're going to earn more money. You're going to learn faster and easier. You're going to live longer. You're going to be more productive. You're going to be better and faster problem solvers. You're going to have improved health. You're going to contribute more. You're going to be more creative. You're going to have stronger, longer lasting relationships. You're going to have a more positive attitude. You're going to make fewer mistakes. You're going to be married longer and have lower divorce rates if you get married. And you're going to be in relationships longer if you're in a relationship. You're going to be more enjoyable to be around. You're going to be a better team player and you're going to report greater life satisfaction. It happens across the board with everybody. And again, this isn't on my scale. This is on your scale. And, and I'll sh show you how to do it and teach you how to do it. But I want to tell you a quick story because, again, people don't believe me because they don't know me. But I'm going to tell you a story. So I, I was speaking at the City Gala uh, that just came up here in L.A., the last, the last City Gala. And I was speaking at the VIP dinner, which is the day before the, the, the gala. And I was speaking to 500 people that paid $10,000 to be there. And by the way, I highly recommend City Gala. City Gala is a, a group that helps uh, new and, and beginning, let's say, charities to get started. They help them raise money. So they're the charity that helps charities. They're, they're amazing and awesome. So if you have a charity or you need 
you need some guidance or advice, this is what they do all year, year long. And if you don't know what charity to give to, they're a great one because they vet everybody and they have, they have strong partners that they work with throughout the year. They don't just give them money and go away. So anyway, I'm speaking at the city gala. It's 10,000 bucks a person to be there. There's 500 people. I said, listen, everybody, I want to start out by saying we are all very successful. And this is what I teach success, fulfillment, and happiness. So you've all paid a lot of money to be in this room. So I know you're all successful, but how many of you feel that you are successful, happy, and fulfilled? And out of 500 people, four hands went up. Four. So if, that's a me if money is a measure of success and happiness and fulfillment, then we've missed something. Because I can tell you, I've been there myself. I've, I know people and coach people and mentor people that have plenty of financial success. They're, they're the wealthiest people in the, on the planet. And, and not all of them are the happiest on the planet. But they're, I can tell you the ones I work with are growing. They're heading in the right direction. And it's not something that's just available for millionaires and billionaires and CEOs and executives to be available for anyone listening to your podcast right now. Again, go to uh, free happiness quiz. Greg, I'm, I'm losing you again. You become robot for no reason. Do your whatever you do your Nintendo reset or whatever you've been doing to fix it. Looks like a nice hotel. They didn't give you good Wi-Fi? What kind of crap is that? You just kind of go, what's, what's been your strategy? You just go into the room and then come back out and it works? Everybody hold on. Facebook Live World. Might actually have to edit this podcast. I haven't edited one podcast since I've done them. I've just let them flow. And sometimes at the beginning, which is probably what I'll do for this one, I just say, there's a couple technical difficulties. Just put, push that uh, plus 15 button on uh, podcast and you'll get through it. Save me some time. Oh, I'll let you know when I can hear you. You're... You're back to abstract art. That's what you look like, but I definitely can't hear you. I got nothing, man. Can you hear me? I wish I could put like a, a button that says pause for technical difficulties. I should uh, hit up Zoom report, Zoom. Oh, there we go. I think you're back. Say something. I think, I think it's working. You don't look like abstract art anymore. I think Am so. I back? Yes. Yes. How's my mic? All right, you're back. <laughs> you're back in the game. Fucking unbelievable. 
um, well, we got all that up until like a free happiness quiz, but I'm going to make, you're telling good stories, but tell me, tell the audience what to do. Tell them some of the things. I, it's not going to diminish the quiz and getting. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll tell them all of them. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I want to know. Okay, but, but <laughs> I, okay. Oh wait, yeah. no, actually, we, it is you were go, you're going into a really good story though. That's important um, because uh, I was going into what you were you're sharing a story. I think is important though. So you're around these super successful people, and then the core three are happiness, fulfillment, success. Four okay. put their hands up, and right. you know they're not. So how do we, how do we get to that zone? Okay, well, let's do it. Okay, so the five. I'm, I, I, I want you to know. I want you to know that <laughs> I lost John audio. You lost me. Can you hear me? Check your mic. Is it plugged in? How's that? We're gonna get there. Okay. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay I, I'm gonna, there's these things aren't a mystery they've been told by sages throughout the ages and these are simple ways to live your life that are just a change in perspective so i'll, I'll go through them so the first one's visualization so the first thing you want to do is visualize what you want to see coming. I don't know if any of you watched the Olympics. I got to watch a little of the Winter Olympics. I know up in Canada, it's probably a much more exciting thing for you than it is in this. I was like, really? I don't even know what a lot of these are. So. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, it's kind of cut in. And it. it was your yeah, mic. I, I think I you're good. You. Okay. So anyway, I was watching the Olympics, and again, I think it's much more exciting for you Canadian folks than it is for us Californian. For, for the Winter Olympics, we like the summer. I got, I got you. Okay. <laughs> but uh, when I was watching that, that the guys were doing their visual and, and girls were all doing the same thing. I think all athletes do the same thing. I'm sure you do. That when you are looking for a result, you're looking ahead to with the end in mind. You're seeing a, 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 the execution of what you're attempting before you even attempt. So you have to see the process, see what you're gonna do, and then see yourself succeeding at the end. That's the visualization process. So when I watch these freestyle aerialists, they're standing on the side of a mountain, but they're making these movements with their head. They're going like this, and they're seeing themselves do these flips and these somersaults, in their mind, they see it a thousand times before they ever do it once. So that is the key to success in life, is to see things how you like them to be. And that leads into number two. Number two is positive anticipation. So along with visualization, you can't just visualize what's coming, but you have to see what's coming as being successful. So you wanna see this as, okay, not I'm gonna do this again and fail, but actually I'm going to do this again and succeed and then feel what it's like to succeed and celebrate your victory. And the more times that you can visualize this, uh, the, the more your brain will create these synaptic gap bridges 
that you can actually do these things and think these thoughts in a, in a straight line manner. So it's a physical thing that happens in your brain. Uh, when you know something or when you succeed at something, it shows that you can do it again. It makes it easier to do. So you might even attempt something that you wouldn't have attempted before because you, you've already seen yourself succeed at it several times. And as I mentioned in my book, that this is exactly what the, the greatest swimmer of all time does. Uh, when he jumps in the pool, he swims and swims and swims, and he pulls his mask off and he looks at the, at the clock and he sees that he smashed the record and he pumps his fist in the air in victory. But he does this before he ever enters the pool, before he gets to the building, before he gets out of bed in the morning. This is how he is so successful. Uh, you know, it, it works this way in, in auto racing um, and in golfing. Every golfer, not, not most golfers, every golfer at the pro level steps up to the, key, the, the tee and steps behind the ball at, at a putting green or with a chip shot and they see themselves taking the perfect shot and it landing in the right place and that's how they're able to replicate that because they know what they have to do because they see it over and over and over. So that's step two, which is positive anticipation. Number three is meaning. Now listen, a lot, of, a lot of us have had a lot of cruddy things happen in their life. And it can either define us in a negative way or we could use it as rocket fuel to change uh, what's happening and even inspire others to get over great hurdles. And that's what I choose to do. And why wouldn't you choose to do that? So something that's happened to you that, you was labeled it, that you've labeled in the past as a negative thing, you know, maybe even the most heinous thing that, you, that, that could, could happen. Um, you know, a lot of people have lost others to suicide. They've been um, molested or raped. They've had their, their businesses stolen. They've had their, uh, you know, their family do do something to them or turn on them in a way or just something that they think is the worst thing that could ever happen they could use that as the bottom to propel from and say you know what i'm not going to let this happen in my life and this happened for the following reasons and i won't let it happen again but that's not an emotional disconnection i'm not ever suggesting that you cut off emotionally i'm saying that you don't let these things continue to eat up you from the inside that you say, you know what, this happened so I can learn early. Okay, my business partner stole from me or, or my girlfriend cheated on me. That's only to release me from the bad relationship that obviously I was in because if we were both doing everything, no one would have cheated on anybody, let's face it. And that I can release this and be okay knowing that there's other people out there that are gonna appreciate me who I am. Or if I was the cheater, maybe I learned that I need to be a better person. And you move on and you grow and you learn from that and you get meaning from things that have happened in your past. So the meaning then fuels you to become better and to live better. So that, that's the third one. And perspective is another one. You know, compared to what? That's a great question that I often ask myself and I have my clients often ask themselves. You know, okay, so room service came late and it was cold. Wow, that sounds like a real problem. You know, what are real problems in your life? You know, losing a loved one, somebody who's lost an addiction, uh, someone who, who has a, a terminal disease who doesn't see any way out but, but through pain. You know, those are real problems. You know, um, not having uh, your car start in the morning or getting in an accident 
change, change the meaning or perspective of that. Maybe you got in an accident or you got into traffic behind an accident and you're going to be late because further down the road, you were going to be in an accident. Maybe you were going to be killed. Maybe you were going to kill someone else. You know, maybe something was going to happen other than you were going to be a little delayed, which is not the end of the world. And people get so caught up in these feelings that don't even actually exist. Oh my God, my boss is going to kill me. I'm going to get fired. Uh, you know, my whole life's going to be over. It's just not true. There's small inconveniences that you have to deal with. And if you change your perspective and your words to match that something's a small inconvenience rather than, oh, my God, this is killing me, then it's a different feeling than you take different actions. So that's number four. And, and, and gratitude is number five. And we've all heard about gratitude. And there's shelves of books on gratitude. And I don't need to tell you much about gratitude other than figure out what you have in life to be grateful for. And, and if you can't think of anything, you're not, then you're very selfish and you're not thinking very deep because I can think of a thousand selfish things just on my own, but I'm most grateful for others and the relationships I have and the opportunities I have. And even though I have health issues sometimes, I'm grateful that it's not all the time and I'm grateful that, that my family doesn't have those issues. So again, that's, a, that's another way of using perspective. But gratitude is not really about what you're grateful for because you better be grateful for deodorant and you better be grateful for toothbrush and your pillow if you've got one and and even if you've got a, a hoopty any kind of car that you can get from here to there or a bicycle if you've got transportation and you're in a free country and you're not you know oppressed and you're not beaten and you're not currently being molested or held against your will you've got it pretty good because a lot of people have those real problems in life so be thankful for the things that you have to be thankful for and just be thankful for them more often. You know, how do we remember to be grateful for, uh, you know, how about an annoying sound on somebody else's cell phone, somebody else's ringtone that you hate right now, change that into a way to be gratitude or a reminder to be, to be grateful. You know, how about that? How about pick a time? I think eight is great. Eight in the morning, grateful. Eight at night, grateful. Anywhere in between I could think about, grateful. I put a, a rock in my pocket or a lucky coin. And when I put my hand in my pocket, all I have to do is touch it to remind myself, time to be grateful. Anything like that would be great. How about when the sun is up? How about when the sun goes down? Be grateful for the sun up. Be grateful for the sunset. Be, you can find reasons to be grateful. And that is when gratitude comes in because you have plenty to be grateful for. But people are so busy in their lives. This is a reminder to be grateful more often. That's what I mean. So if you use any of those things, and this isn't a, a matter of, oh, I just, you know, I, I want to be grateful. I want to be grateful. You know, I, I want to be happy. I want to be happy. You, you can't do that. You have to actually take focus and time to do the things that will move you in the direction that will make you happy, whatever that is to you. So I hope you embark on this journey, and I hope that you take these gifts that I've been given that I'm giving to you and run with them. I hope that you have somebody else in your life that you can help. And if, God forbid, someone talks about suicide, whether they're joking or not, this is not a funny thing, but it is something to talk about because people don't think about suicide and then somebody brings it or, do, or either thinks about it or doesn't think about it and somebody brings it up and it either accelerates it or brings it into their conscious thought. 
If they're thinking about it, they're thinking about it. And talking about it is the only way that they'll stop thinking about it is to think of alternatives that, look, if you're feeling like this is the lowest point in your life, it probably is. That means you got nothing but upside from here. So be happy that this is your bottom. Just turn around somebody's thinking and be there for them. But don't discount it because I can tell you, letting that go and finding out that somebody acted on something that you suspected that they might be feeling is not something you're going to be comfortable with moving forward. And if that's happened to you, forgive yourself and learn how to move forward and use these steps because it's got to be eating you up. So there's ways to be happy. And again, when I say happy, please understand, I mean happy with who you are, happy with what you're doing in life, happy with the people you're doing it with, happy with where you're doing it. Feeling an overall general sense of, yeah, I'm, my life is moving in the right direction. If you feel, hey, there's, there's got to be more to my life than this. This sucks. Whether my situation sucks, my work sucks, my, you know, my life at home sucks, my life with my kids suck, fix it. It's up to you. You can do that. You just got to learn how. And if you don't know how, just because you're smart doesn't mean you have the answers. I've got some answers for you, and they're free. So please, again, the book is called Think Yourself Happy. If you want to buy it on Amazon because you want a printed copy, go buy, buy one. If you, it's at your library. If it's not at your library, ask for it. Go to free happiness quiz. On there, you'll take a confidential happiness quiz. You'll get your information. You'll get the book in a digital format right after along with your score and take action in your life. Like I said, take a few minutes a day, move yourself in the right direction and make your life and the people around you lives a lot happier. I promise this works. Do you promise it works? <laughs> yeah, man. Awesome. Well, you know, I was going to say when you're, when you're saying that I've read the book and I've taken the quiz and the way that you've done it is very, very simple and it's applicable. So people don't have to go through a 50 year course and 9,000 words and a bunch of fluff talk. It's like, you know, kind of the way that I see it is like, we talked about one end of the spectrum where people are really in despair and they're in grief and utter sadness, depression to the point of, of suicide. You know, that's terrible. We, you know, we want to help that. But there's a great massive amount of people who are just generally unhappy. Right. So like, like eight, what I've, I don't know, guess like 80, 80% of people just generally unhappy, but it doesn't matter where you are on that spectrum. If you just apply your, your scenario with the quiz and the book, which I've read, this is very simple. And you can look at that and then you can go, okay, cool. I can add this and this and it's practical and it's applicable. And then you're now using energy and awareness, you know, and your own, and you have to get off your butt and do something. And that's what we talked about before is like, you actually have to do something but you can feel a bit lost and this kind of gives you a pillar of understanding of some action you can take to feel a little bit better um, and you're doing it as, as like a gift you know it's like here just have this you know you should feel okay ideally you can excel but you know here are principles that every human should know and I totally agree I don't understand why this isn't taught in schools why this isn't common knowledge why people are so friggin miserable um, you know and so if you can help, that's really great. And then just being that example in your community, if you can lift yourself up, then you can be that pillar. And, you know, that community aspect is so important. So I appreciate you, um, you, you know, 
committing to this and doing this and understanding after years of like putting it out there and just trusting yourself and knowing that this is helping people just have a double down confirmation and then just continue to put out the work and, and really think about how do you get it out? Right. Because it's one idea to feel inspiration and know that you have something that you feel can help someone, but to put the time and the effort and dedication into creating something and then the continuous dedication to put it out just so people can know. It's just like, just, you right. know, that's, that's all the work, Matt. That is really yeah. all the work is after the work is done, the work just begins. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. the hard part. But I think that people are caught in the, in the paradigm of that you're either happy or you're unhappy. It's like it's a coin without an edge. But the truth is you're really living in, an, in whatever you consider to be your normal state of well-being. And some people, that's in the, the lower area toward negativity. And some people are naturally positive. But there's a middle ground that's, that's neither uh, you know, manic or depressive. It's where you live most of the time and where, where all of us live most of the time. It's in that middle area that people don't even pay attention to. So I think that's, that's a, a really important thing to, to, to be aware of is if you're not happy, well, maybe you're not unhappy either. You know, don't, don't make things worse than they are for sure. You know, don't just all of a sudden say, well, I'm not really happy, so I must be unhappy. And if I'm unhappy so much time, I must be depressed. I must need medication. Now, you probably don't. Let's start with what, what we've got here and let's start with what I've learn from other people that I've distilled down, like you said, and made it super simple to understand and to, to digest and to, to take action on immediately. And then see how you feel. If you have a chemical imbalance, obviously I can't help you with that, whether it's, you know, Ritalin or, or uh, you know, whatever the, the other one for the other side of that is. I don't know, but I feel that with hundreds of millions of prescriptions being written around the world, that it's probably a little overprescribed. Everything's probably over a little pres overprescribed and people are looking for an instant fix that, oh, I've got a problem. So if they just had a pill for me, I'd be normal like everybody else. Well, I got to tell you, nobody's normal and you got to do what you got to do that's best for you. And it's an individual thing. And if you don't take the time to participate in your own rescue, how could anybody else invest that much time, energy, effort, into you that you're not even willing to do for yourself. So uh, enough with the excuses, uh, you know, I don't have the money, I'm not old enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm a minority, I'm this, I'm that. And none of that matters. None of it matters because a lot of people have, and you know this, that people have, two people have the same negative experience and come out of it way different. Some people use that to define them of why their life is so cruddy and the other people use it to accelerate like an Oprah Winfrey Oprah Winfrey's an amazing example of things that have happened to a person that could define them in a negative way. Greg, you turned into a robot at your the beginning of your Oprah story. You gotta come back. I'm going to just, I'm going <laughs> to, I'll let you, I'll let you know when you, when you're back in the game, but I'll just comment on that um, while you're kind of getting yourself up. I think that your approach is really, really grounded. Yes. You're still not. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you got to this Am I a robot too? 
friggin' internet, man. What's going on in Florida in your in your hotel apartment on the beach? Looks like a nice hotel. Crap Wi-Fi. Oh, you look. I think you're good now because you look nice and clear. But you're um um. There we go. You're back. I think. I think what's really cool is just like clouds, the buildings move. Uh, <laughs> just a, a sidetrack. But listen, I, wanted, I was going to follow up on what you're saying. Um, I think it's important because it's grounded. You're not saying that, um, you know, it's all head up in the clouds. and You're not saying it's not practical. What you're helping people do is define how oh, they robot. for themselves. Am I a robot now? I'm going fast forward. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you're helping people define happiness for themselves and to get a clear direction because we can kind of go on both sides of the spectrum and, and we put our values in places that don't, don't provide happiness and we don't even give ourselves like a compass and what you're actually offering is just a compass of perspective of values and of certain things and how you can navigate this life that really makes um, happiness a core fulfillment um, and success the core fundamental but how to navigate through life as you as you move through everything that we move through so it's uh, it's amazing that's, ex that's exactly right and I and I do it in like I said in an hour or two hours of, of your time so uh, you know it's a lifetime to master I'm still working on it but uh, the you'll have all the information that you need to to understand that you can be happy at any time you're really in control of how you feel that that's it yeah exactly and people you know we don't feel that way we don't feel that we're in control of our thoughts or feelings and, and emotions you know and and that's sad and that's not the case and so if we can take that power back with a little bit of understanding of a few key principles that are timeless easy to understand and apply um and you know i definitely think people should take that test because you know, it's so important and it's, it's an honest filter because, you know, you don't have all your, you know, we, life isn't guaranteed. And, you know, when we get down to our values, uh, really what's important to us, what you're offering and what's in there is very important because you can navigate, you know, in a little bit of a different operating system, focusing a little bit more on what's more important, you know, dropping the small crap you know, and having more powerful perspectives to deal with the things that all of us deal with in life, you know, as we go through, it's a lifetime to master, like you said. Super. Let, let me give you a, a simple trick that will eliminate 90% of the decisions that you have to make in your life. You know, people feel like they're overwhelmed with the decisions that they have to make. No, 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 no. Figure out what's important to you and figure out how you're going to go and get that. And that, again, that's the process of the book. But through that is if the decision that you're about to make doesn't move you closer in that direction, the answer is no. If it moves you closer in that direction, the answer is yes. And if it's an automatic yes or no, it eliminates the decision-making process. So you can use the, the get rid of the 90% of the BS, take the 10% that's really important and make some real important decisions. Awesome. I love it, man. Well, you're, you're getting, you're cutting, you're, you're okay. You're cutting in and out, but um, I think we should just wrap it up here because it's been really good. What do you want to leave the listeners with? Um, I love you, brother. I, yeah, I love you too, man. I wish, unfortunately, the internet was a bit of a wiener, but you had a lot of really great stuff in there and I really 
think people check out the happiness quiz, check out your book. Cause it's, you know, you're giving away for free. So why not? And it's good stuff. And it's, and it's based off like masters, you know, all you've, I know who you've worked with, you know, it's, they're all over your website and you've, you've distilled this. So it's really high quality, potent, uh, information that's distilled with no bullshit, which I like because there's so much bullshit out there. Um, so just tons of love and appreciation for you and, um, just anything you want to leave the audience with, and hopefully you'll do it in a real voice and not a robot voice. You're, you're, a, you're a robot. I don't know if you want to finish it with, uh, you want to go into the hotel so they can hear you? No, no, I'll let you know when you're back in the game. Getting there. We there? There we go. Yes. We there? That's it. Yeah, right, we're good. In my robot or my regular voice. You're good. <laughs> uh, it's been given to me to put in your hands, and now you've got what it takes to be happier and more fulfilled and more successful in your life in every area from relationships to business to you know, relationships with yourself. So I hope you take action and follow up with me and take the quiz often and see how you're improving. That's all I can do for you right now. I, I like Jim Rohn says, can't hire somebody to do your push-ups for you. <laughs> awesome man well i love you brother i appreciate the work and i appreciate you like pushing it out there giving it freely in the spirit of community and of compassion and of service and for that you are my friend and i and i love and honor you and your work so thanks so much for coming on and uh, sharing brothers on the path brothers on the path absolutely man have a great day enjoy florida write a give them request like a free cheesecake or something for the spotty internet Sounds good. <laughs> okay, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye. See you, man. Peace. All right, guys. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with my buddy Greg. He is a fantastic man. He's an incredible speaker. His book's epic. Uh, check out the free happiness quiz. It's awesome. Um, if you want to support the show, if you like the show, um, click on the link to Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair. You can support the show for as little as a dollar. And when you take action, if you've listened to one or two podcasts, if you take action even like a dollar a month, it really does go a long way. You can also do an act of kindness. Don't tell anyone. Hold the door open. Pay it forward. Pick up a piece of garbage. Give someone a compliment. Um, and don't tell anyone. Just do an act of kindness today. That's a great way to support the podcast. As well as reviews and shares are pure gold and money. So if you like the contact, if it, it content, if it's having a positive influence in your life, please take an action to share and support the show. Even if a fraction of the listeners actually do that, it goes a massive long way. So I really, really appreciate it. For those of you guys who are looking to overcome obstacles, you know, break down limiting beliefs and barriers, identify the life of your dreams, you know, what really fulfills you and how to create a life around your passion, around your joy. You want to explore consciousness, spirituality, and all these things that we talk about 
go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching and I'm happy to help. I have a couple spots open now and some more uh, opportunities to do group stuff coming down the pipe very, very soon. And if you are in a corporate setting and you want this to be taught to you for your business, to expand your business, uh, to learn systems, to teach it to your employees, or you want me to talk at your book club or whatever, just please invite me. I'll show up where you guys ask. So send an email, invite me, and I'll happily show up with smiles. And And uh, I love to co-create with, with people, especially those who listen to the podcast, because I know we're on the same wavelength. So any ideas that you have, reach out. Um, follow me on social media at Matt Belair. I'm writing a lot more, again, um, on my Instagram, usually daily or, or pretty close. So check that out. And I think that's it. Um, sign up for the email list at mattbelair.com. Check out the Zen Athlete book. It's like Zen Life if you want a, if you want a really practical guide to peak performance and achieving whatever goal you want and how to identify it and program your mind and body. Like that's the book. It's it's all the best stuff I've ever learned, made nice and simple and easy to apply. So check that out. Um, also, my sponsors get three free binaural beat tracks from Syncuition, bit.ly forward slash gamma waves, and 50 bucks at Perium if you go to bit.ly forward slash activate health get yourself $50 gift code um, so that's it so thank you for listening I hope that you have a tremendous day I am sending all of my energy enthusiasm um, support to you hearing this so I want you to look up at the sun and remember that you are God's creation universe's creation you have source within you you are a powerful multi-dimensional being even though we get caught up in the illusion and don't feel that way all the time uh, but want to send you my love and support and before we close it let's just focus on gratitude and appreciation for ourself now just three deep breaths of just love and gratitude for the things that you have accomplished in your life those kind acts you've taken for for all the milestones you've hit just some love and gratitude for yourself so taking in a deep breath in through your nose Focusing on this divine source energy, the breath of life in your lungs, in your heart, and just making the choice of awareness to focus on love and appreciation and gratitude for yourself. As you let that breath out slowly with all the self-criticism, self-doubt, self-ridicule, all the thoughts of not being good enough, just letting those go now. Taking another deep breath in through the nose. Hold that breath and just doubling that feeling of love and gratitude for yourself and appreciation for yourself doubling that feeling and let it out slowly take in another deep breath in through your nose and really focus on feeling of love and gratitude for yourself and then i want you to send that energy to all your friends your family to all the podcast listeners to everybody so that they may have love and gratitude kindness and compassion to themselves wishing them nothing but the best and this energy circulates timelessly through the airwaves to all the listeners to all the planet knowing that you are a part of all creation all life on earth you are a powerful multi-dimensional being and you get to choose your own consciousness your own perspective and you can choose to be great full of gratitude and appreciation for life and what you have and who you are and you are enough you are peaceful coherent uh, harmonious amazing just as you are so thank you so much for coming along another episode and i look forward to seeing you in the next one